What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the all-new Disney Plus Informer Podcast, your source for all the latest news, rumors, reviews, and more about Disney Plus and beyond. This is episode 50 for the week of January 8th, 2023. Happy New Year, everybody. I am your host, Justin Eddy, alongside my co-host, Michelle Beck. Hello, and Happy New Year. Can't believe it's New Year already. Uh, Be sure to follow along each week as we keep you updated with all the information you need as we cover Disney Plus, Hulu, Marvel, Star Wars, Pixar, and so much more. Let's get started in case you missed it this week. Disney Plus release dates have been announced for Marvel's Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Deborah Jo Rupp has joined Marvel's Agatha Coven of Chaos Disney Plus series. And we got a new Mandalorian spinoff show is rumored to be in development and so much more. We're going to discuss these stories, let you know what's new on Disney Plus this week, and bring you our top 10 posts in our 10 and 10 News Blast segment where we fill you in on all the Disney Plus happenings in about 10 minutes. All this and more is coming at you next. Welcome, everyone. So glad to be back. Uh, Let's kick things off with what's new on Disney Plus this week. Highlights include the two-episode premiere of Star Wars The Bad Batch Season 2, and new episodes are also available for Willow and National Treasure Edge of History. Over on Hulu and Disney Plus in Canada, Australia, and New Zealand, the finale episode of Welcome to Chippendales is also available. On Disney Plus in the UK, Ireland, Canada, Australia, and New Zealand, the Disney Plus documentary If These Walls Could Sing is now streaming. Uh, Over on Disney Plus in the UK, Searchlight Pictures horror comedy The Menu is now streaming, along with season two of Reservation Dogs. And The Menu is also now streaming on Disney Plus in Canada. Uh, Later in this episode, we're going to talk about and uh, give our little review of uh, Star Wars The Bad Batch Season 2. We've checked that out. And spoiler alert, it's still pretty darn good. Uh, Up first, the Disney Plus release date has been announced. For Marvel's Black Panther Wakanda Forever, it feels like this was just in theaters because it really was. Probably is still in some places. Uh, I know there was some confusion online whether it would release in January or February, but Disney has now officially announced the date. Yep. So it's officially coming to Disney Plus on Wednesday, February 1st, 2023. So uh, this was released in theaters on November 11th. And usually we've seen these movies come out on Disney Plus like about 45 days or after and this will be a little bit over 80 days, so a little bit longer, but um, I know people are excited for it. Huge release for yeah. them to, uh, to have. Still, like, you think back years ago, like, how long it took for things to come out on video to watch them or whatever after they were in theaters. Like, it's pretty cool that we're getting massive releases like that just, like, you know, less than three months from when Way they were actually Way quicker turnaround. There. So very, very cool stuff. Um how about uh, this? Deborah Jo Rupp has joined Marvel's uh, Agatha Coven of Chaos Disney Plus series. Uh, Rupp is perhaps best known for playing Kitty on that 70s show. Uh, mm-hmm. So fill us in on that one. Yeah, so her role is being kept under wraps. However, it's safe to assume that she may be reprising her WandaVision role as Mrs. Hart, which she played in five episodes of the original series. So uh, we already know that uh, this is going to star Katherine Hahn as her character from WandaVision. Jack Schaefer returns as executive producer and head writer. 
This is filming either now or going to begin filming soon. It will release on Disney Plus in winter of 2023 or 2024. It will consist of nine episodes. And uh, recently we uh, know that the Wednesday director will reportedly helm at least one episode. So that's pretty exciting. So definitely looking forward to this. Well, that's good news because Wednesday was a really, really yeah. great show. So uh, there's a lot of talent behind that. I like her. Uh, I, I always liked her. I do in, too. In that 70s show. That was, that was a great show. I think she's uh, coming back in that that in 90s the 90s show, show too. Exactly. I recently saw the uh, trailer for that. That's coming on Netflix, I think, and and actually looks pretty uh, pretty funny. That that 70s show was great. So, mm-hmm. um, uh, finally, uh, here this is cool. Uh, a new Mandalorian spinoff show is rumored to be in development. Does not surprise me one bit at all. But what are the details on that one? Yeah. So this is just a rumor for now. But this comes from insider Daniel Ritman, who says that. The Mandalorian producers John Favreau and Dave Filoni are in the early stages of developing yet another spinoff series that will be connected to the Mandoverse. The project is currently codenamed Ghost Track 17. There are no specific details regarding the contents of the series nor the exact time period in which it will take place. However... Anything that's related to the Mandalorian, Sign I'm excited about, right? So, you know, already we had the Book of Boba Fett, which released last year. And then we've got Ahsoka coming up that will release in 2023. And then season three of the Mandalorian releases on Disney Plus on March 1st. Definitely no surprises there. And as a reminder, because eventually that news is going to come out and we're going to say when it's going to come out and all that good information, you can find that information on our website, which is DisneyPlusInformer.com. I have nothing else to say about that. So let's just go ahead straight into our first 10 and 10 News Blast segment of the year. Michelle, please go first. I'm timing you. Okay, so I have some titles that have been removed from Disney Plus in the United States this month. Every at the beginning of the month, we see some titles that leave uh, the service. However, it's not announced ahead of time, so it comes as a little bit of a surprise. But uh, some of the titles that are not available on Disney Plus in the U.S. right now are X Men, X Men First Class, Rookie of the Year, Thumbelina. And the Book of Life. So we expect these titles to return to Disney Plus in the U.S. Um, once these contracts uh, expire that were made before Walt Disney uh, purchased 20th Century Fox. So uh, they should come back eventually. But uh, yeah, they're leasing them out for now. So yeah. Disney Plus is an expensive endeavor for them to run. So they've got to they got to sell some stuff out. I think occasionally or. Or maybe it was just all set up, like you said, well beforehand. Uh, here's something cool. Disney Streaming, IMAX Corporation, and DTS, a wholly owned subsidiary of Xbury Inc., have just announced uh, that Disney Plus subscribers using select devices will have a new way to experience select films from the Marvel Cinematic Universe and more with an expansion of IMAX-enhanced technology on Disney Plus that's coming in 2023. In addition to IMAX's exclusive expanded aspect ratio, which launched on Disney Plus in November 2021, IMAX Signature Sound by DTS will enable an elevated end-to-end experience specially calibrated to provide fans at home with IMAX quality picture and sound. Uh, Select best-in-class device manufacturers 
will support IMAX signature sound by, TD, by DTS at launch, including IMAX enhanced certified TVs for manufacturers like Sony and Hisense. Additionally, owners of certified AV receivers for manufacturers like Denon, Marantz, and JBL will also be able to enjoy the experience at launch. IMAX, IMAX's expanded aspect ratio which delivers a 190 to 1 uh, ratio and offers up to 26% more picture for select sequences is currently available for uh, supported titles across all Disney Plus supported devices at no additional cost or equipment. So you may have seen that before. Like if you're watching on your TV, it'll change it and like throw some black bars into the screen and you're actually, it might make the picture seem a little bit smaller, but you're actually seeing more of it. Mm -hmm. Like it's just for like those giant IMAX screens. Like that's a really cool thing. So if you've got a really big TV at home and some nice surround sound equipment, uh, you're in for a real treat with that. Disney Plus is developing a series adaptation of C.J. Sansom's best-selling Shard Lake novels. The UK original series is set in the reign of Henry VIII in the 16th century. There are seven novels in the Shard Lake series, and the first book, Dissolution, introduces readers to Dr. Matthew Shard Lake, a hunchback lawyer turned detective in Tudor, England. He is sent by Thomas Cromwell, the ultimate Tudor power broker, to investigate the beheading of Robin Singleton, a commissioner responsible for disbanding monasteries after Henry VIII declared himself supreme head of the Church of England. This will reportedly uh, have four episodes, and it will begin filming in the UK this year. So I just checked out this uh, trailer today, and I think it looks really, really great. I'm, I'm excited about this show. Uh, Hulu has released the trailer for the Hulu Star original animated series, Koala Man, which will release on Hulu in the U.S. on uh, this Monday, January 9th. The series features the voices of Michael Cusack, Hugh Jackman, Sarah Snook, Jermaine Clement, Demi Lardner, and more, and it's also going to release on Disney Plus in many countries, including Canada, the UK, Ireland, Australia, and New Zealand on the same day. I, it looks really funny. Yeah. I, I, like it, it's, it's adult for sure, but it looks really good. For sure. Just be, don't, uh, don't sleep on Koala Man. It, lo- it looks funny. So 20th Century Studios' upcoming film, Boston Strangler, will release on Hulu in the U.S. and on Disney Plus in many countries, including the United Kingdom, on Friday, March 17th, 2023 boston strangler stars two-time oscar nominee kira knightley and also emmy nominee carrie coon the film follows loretta mclaughlin a reporter for the record american newspaper who becomes the first journalist to connect the boston strangler murders as the mysterious killer claims more and more victims loretta attempts to continue her investigation alongside colleague and confidant jane cole Yet the duo finds themselves stinging by the rampant sexism of the era. Nevertheless, McLaughlin and Cole bravely pursue the story at great personal risk, putting their own lives on the line in their quest to uncover the truth. Um, We have some first look images up on the website if you want to take a look at that. In news that you never expected to hear about a weird weird like concept for a movie uh hulu has announced that searchlight pictures upcoming film flaming hot will release on hulu in the u.s on friday june 9th 2023 a disney plus release date for other regions has not yet been announced flaming hot as the title suggests is the inspiring true story of richard montanez 
the Frito-Lay janitor who channeled his Mexican-American heritage and upbringing to turn the iconic Flamin' Hot Cheetos into a snack that disrupted the food industry and became a global pop-cultural phenomenon. This film stars Jesse Garcia and is directed by Ava Longoria, which marks her first directorial debut. We've got some first-look images Mm. of this movie on the uh, website, which you can be sure to check out. I never knew that I needed to see a Flamin' Hot movie, (laughs) but I'm in. I, I love them. They're delicious. A new trailer for Marvel Studios' Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, will release on January 9th, 2023. The new exclusive look trailer will debut during the Fiesta Bowl between Michigan and Texas Christian University on ESPN at some point during the National College Football Championship game on Monday, January 9th, which starts at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. The first trailer for the film was released in October. Um, We have that up on the website if you want to take a look at that in the meantime. And the film releases in theaters on February 17th, 2023. Uh, So we're getting a new Inside Out movie, and that was uh, they announced that at uh, the D23 Expo last summer. Uh, And that's set to release in theaters on June 14th of 2024. Not much is known about the upcoming film, although Amy Poehler was confirmed to return as Joy in uh, the sequel. However, there was no mention if any of the other original voice actors would be returning. But in a new interview with The Wrap, Mindy Kaling, uh, who voiced Disgust in the first film, uh, confirmed that she will not be returning for the sequel. Uh, this is what she said. I had a great time working on Inside Out, and I'm sure Inside Out 2 will be great, but I'm not working on it. That's sad. Boo. I like Mindy Keeling. I do, too. So last October, it was announced that Damon Lindelof is developing a new Star Wars movie for Lucasfilm. Lindelof will co-write the new movie alongside Justin Britt Gibson. Plot details for the new film are being kept under wraps. However, it will be set after the events of Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. The film is not a continuation of the Skywalker saga, but could feature characters who were introduced in the sequel trilogy. So according to a new rumor, the upcoming Star Wars film is casting a person of color for the female lead. Uh, This news comes from Jeff Snyder on the Hot Mike podcast. He originally uh, announced that was going to be a male person of color as the lead, but then since has taken his uh, social media to correct that's a female. So that's still a rumor, so treat that as a rumor for now, but... um, This is going to start filming perhaps April of this year. And it's believed that this is going to take the spot of Taika Waititi's film um, and will release in theaters in December 2025. So they're kind of fast tracking this movie um, instead of Taika's right now. I hope fast tracking does not mean that they screw it up. Uh, It takes a long time to make those. Uh, Last October... Marvel Studios released its first special presentation on Disney Plus with the Halloween special Werewolf by Night. You could check out our review of that that we did Mm -hmm. like several episodes back. That was actually a a very pleasant surprise. But according to a new rumor, uh, there are two more Marvel Halloween specials that are in the works at Disney Plus. This news comes from insider inside scooper Daniel Rickman, who revealed on Twitter that 
two additional Halloween specials are in development at Marvel Studios. Obviously, since this is just a rumor, that's how we treat it for now. Uh, no other details were provided about the upcoming specials. However, it was also reported uh, previously that Marvel Studios was working on more special presentations for Disney+. Plus. Uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special was released back in November. And then there's two rumored upcoming specials that are supposedly going to focus on Nova and Silver Surfer, which sounds... I like Silver Surfer. That's a cool character. Um it makes perfect sense that they will continue to do these. Uh, the, I love these specials. The, 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 this, uh, this is like a, a continuing with this theme across the entire Marvel Universe is like, I mean, it, it, it makes it, it, it like, why wouldn't you do it? Mm-hmm. It it's, makes perfect sense. There's so much that so many different little stories that you could tell with all these characters. It doesn't need to be a series. It doesn't need to be a film. Just its own little standalone thing. And it's going to happen there. I completely believe this. So uh, that does it for all of our news. We got through our first new first news blast of the new year. Were you timing me? Like you said, yeah, you were four seconds too long, and once we're done here, we're going to have a discussion about this and <laughs> figure out where you went wrong. Anyway, that's it for the news. Uh, review time. So we recently checked out uh, one of my most anticipated things that uh, is coming to Disney+. Plus. I've been looking forward to this since we watched the first season. Uh I I never I never watched like the the Clone Wars stuff back when it was uh when it first came out like I was I was never like that into like the animated Star Wars stuff but man I loved the Bad Batch it was so good it it, it was like this this great like quest driven story involving some really cool characters I I I just I loved the Bad Batch and we got the Bad Batch season two that that dropped. Uh, most of the episodes uh, for this, uh, we, we've had a chance to check out. Really, really good characters in this. Mm-hmm. I, I I love the characters in the Bad Batch. They they came out of nowhere and surprised me in the first season, and now we've got season two. Um, so I guess Michelle, give us a little synopsis of season two, and then we can talk. A yeah, more if you're about not it. familiar with uh, Star Wars: The Bad Batch, you can totally check out the whole season one. Sixteen episodes are available to stream now on Disney Plus. Uh, but the Star Wars: The Bad Batch follows elite and experimental clones of the Bad Batch, which were first introduced in the Clone Wars, like you said, as they find their way in a rapidly changing galaxy in the immediate aftermath of the Clone War. Members of Bad Batch, a unique squad of clones who vary genetically from their brothers in the clone army, each possess a singular exceptional skill that makes them extraordinarily effective soldiers and a formidable formidable crew. So we've got Tech, Echo, Wrecker, Hunter, Crosshair, uh, just like you said, wonderful characters. And when the new season opens, months have passed since the events on Camino, and the Bad Batch continues their journey navigating the Empire after the fall of the Republic. They will cross paths with friends and foes, both new and familiar, as they take on a variety of thrilling mercenary missions that will take them to unexpected and dangerous new places. So I think season two is actually better than season one, which is... You can't always say that. So 
it, it, it's, it's hard for anything that was as good as season one of the Bad Batch. It, 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 I was preparing myself for a letdown because that's just generally the way things are. Like, you know, it's a rare show that like grabs hold of you and you enjoy that much and have it come back and be in many ways better than what you saw before. Like it just doesn't always happen. So yeah, I, it, I am right there with you with that. What's funny about this is it, it is animated, but when you watch it, you almost feel like you're watching something that's live action, right? It doesn't feel animated the way they do it. The, the art style in it mm-hmm. um, and, and just the, the overall high, high quality of the 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 animation and obviously the the artists that worked on this like it you're right it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like you're watching like a, a Pixar animated film or anything it does have like a gritty realism to it that um I I feel like it, the animation was even like like it was great from the the first season but like into season two it's like even a little bit better and it's it feels a little bit more real to me than than even the first season and in season two i feel like we're getting like uh these characters are becoming more defined and there's this main story arc that takes place throughout the season two but there's these nice fun filler episodes Mm -hmm. too um they're all adventurous there's lots of action you can be a casual Star Wars fan and enjoy this, or you can come into this as a Star Wars like mega fan, and you're gonna find lost like lots of Easter eggs and things. Especially if you watch the Clone Wars and the Rebels, you're gonna find things that you're going to remember. It, it, and if you're one of those people that consumes any and all things Star Wars, this is gonna be right up your alley because, like you said, there there's so much there to just absorb and digest and see and like oh yeah look at that that's from like it people with a lot higher star wars iqs than myself can can easily identify some of those things i was always like more in the casual side of the of the star wars fan always watched all the movies but didn't watch like you know like i said i, I never like watched the clone wars on its first uh go through i i have since gone back and seen you know probably not all of them but a lot of the episodes uh, but yeah, it, it's got something for everyone, whether you are a huge Star Wars fan or not. Even if you, even if you didn't like, I think that there's still like if you just like a good sci-fi adventure mm-hmm. type story, I think there's something there for you, even if you couldn't care less about Star I Wars. I agree with you because it doesn't. It doesn't always feel like a lot of the other type of Star Wars stuff. It's mm-hmm. its own thing for yeah. sure, and these characters don't feel like. They are, um, they they don't feel necessarily like they're just like oh another generic Star Wars type character or addition to something. They they're their own things. They've got their own personalities, and that that's cool. That that's a good sign for a quality show and story. I agree with you. So the first two episodes dropped on January fourth. New episodes release every Wednesday through March twenty ninth. And on February 8th, episodes 7 and 8 will debut at the same time. And then on March 29th, episodes 15 and 16 will debut at the same time. We have the release schedule up on the website if you want to take a look at that and everything. And I've got a written review up there too. But overall, like I said, wonderful. I totally recommend this. I am giving this a 9. Yeah, I, I'm I'm going to give it a 9 as well. And I, I gave the first, I, I would say like the first season, it's equal mm-hmm. quality. If not really, better. Re, re, yeah, really great. Um, 
one thing like i felt like season two like just like the 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 scope of the stories and how they were told and and like the story arc or whatever it felt a little bit more a lot more evolved and expanded than maybe the first season did i felt like the first season was like kind of just like its own like singular thing like this is like kind of like its own little like adventure of like all these like I feel like it was a li- just a little bit more expanded and out there with like you said some of the filler episodes or, well, or whatever yeah, that, and that I kind didn't... of expanded on some stuff I just it, it felt like it, it was just bigger and more and better so uh a, a little bit different tone uh to me in season two than season one but still super enjoyable love the characters love the animation uh if if you've got a, a a nice home theater system or whatever there there's some really cool episodes that are going to really put that to use and, and sound great and look great and just a just a good show nine, nine for me also and i was going to say like one of those filler episodes you talk like one one that stands out for me is episode 5 and it kind of uh they uncover all these ancient mysteries and artifacts and it kind of feels like Indiana Jones in a way that was one of my favorites and then episode four also is a standout and that brings back a form of pod racing from episode one of the Star Wars saga and that's what I was thinking with and like the it just looks so stuff. freaking cool I mean it just it, it, it almost like because this is you know uh 20 plus years later and it's all like animated or whatever but like visually it, it's better looking to me than like the pod racing stuff that you see back yeah. in episode uh one the phantom menace mm-hmm. but like it it brings back those vibes for sure and it's just so well done it, yeah a lot of action great stuff um yeah I, I can't say enough good things about the bad batch season two so that is gonna do it for our first episode of the year 2023 of the the, the Disney Plus Informer podcast. We made it. It was really, really hard to get through after being off for three weeks. I felt like I lost my cadence. I didn't know what I was talking about. <laughs> uh, but we made it, and we're all the better for it. I'm looking forward to a, a year of the, the upcoming year of doing this podcast. We've got a lot of great things we're going to talk about. Uh, the, the podcast is going to sound better soon. Uh, there's new fun equipment on the way to 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 allow us to continue doing this it's going to sound better we're going to have even more fun doing it so uh thank you we've been doing this almost a year thank you so much for joining us if you've listened since the beginning very very uh thank you very much for for doing so uh we love doing it so uh please take a moment if you could to uh rate review and subscribe tell your friends family neighbors strangers on the street well don't talk to strangers but uh any anyone that you know that likes star wars podcasts uh marvel podcasts watches disney plus hulu be sure to tell them uh we would totally appreciate that be sure to visit us on our website which is disneyplusinformer.com that's where you get all the latest news rumors reviews release schedules and more you can reach out to us at podcast at disneyplusinformer.com also follow us on twitter at more disney plus every single day there's things being tweeted out all the new stories so you can uh, stay up to date along with us be sure to stop by and visit our facebook page we're going to see you there we're going to get out of here so until next time we'll see you later we'll see you later Bye. bye